the movie that proves where the endless supply of ninjas come from. This is American Ninja 2 on Stinger Madness. Hello and welcome to Stinker Madness. This is the podcast about bad movies. By bad movie lovers, for bad movie lovers. I'm your host, Justin. With me are Sam and Jackie. Hi, guys. Hello. Hello. Uh, this is a podcast about bad movies, as I just mentioned. This was definitely a bad movie. It was. American, <laughs> American Ninja 2, brought to you by American Family Insurance. <laughs> a partnership that lasted until they, you know... Got tired of the ninjas. Yeah, instead of... They couldn't get Peyton Manning, so they got Michael Dudikoff to be their spokesperson. American Family Insurance, <laughs> I guess. Crashes his minivan into yeah. a Taco Bell. They will not insure him because he rides a ninja. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> uh, he is a ninja. Not actually. Probably not. What? For, Michael Dudikoff's probably not a ninja in real life. No, he's not. He's a former male model. Yeah, that's right. And I think he surfs. Mm-hmm. And he... Enjoys the fact that he had a life that was sort of fell from the sky and landed right on him. Yep. <laughs> Hell of a guy. Jackie, how are you with uh, the Michael Dudikoff today? Well, he was still handsome. Did you think that they were uh, pointing anything out in this one more than the first one, say? Uh, Penises. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Tight pants Tight cupped pants. around his penis in almost every shot. Almost every outfit he had on was cupped around his penis pants. I think that they had somebody that actually worked on his wetsuit mm-hmm. to where it just hugged his man bulge. He might have been wearing a nut cup. He may have been, but accentuate. either way, yeah. they were going, hey, ladies, here's Focus this. the attention to the south. Yeah. It was hard not to look at it. <laughs> it was like, what? Oh, okay. And well, then the it, next shot, oh, all right, those pants, nobody's pants are cut like that. When okay. it fills the entire frame, it's uh, clearly hard to avoid. Yes. But uh, yeah, Dudikoff is back. Michael J. Dudikoff from American Ninja One. Steve James is back from American Ninja One. Sam Furstenberg is back. American Ninja One. Yeah. Golan Globus are back. From Avi Lerner, I think, is also every the movie supervising producer on the first one as well. So there you go. A uh, little different, but not very different. I think it was a lot different. You think? Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. I actually think that the, and I'll touch more on this when we do the recommendations. Uh, I think that this one clearly didn't really have a polish. Like the other one had a script. This one had ideas that got turned into a script. They had sequences that they filled around. They just kind of put some stuff around fight sequences. Yeah, yeah, I can this, see that. This was not a uh, versus the first one where it was it was dumb. Right. But it was done in the way that you should make a movie. They had a story. They turned it into a screenplay. They shot that and <laughs> turned it into a movie. And then afterwards, you're like, so who came up with these ideas? Because it's a bit of a head scratcher. Sure. Whereas this one, it was like one page says ninja fight. And then it's like there's some blank pages. And then another next page says ninja fight. Mm-hmm. And they had to just sort of slap some stuff around it. But, you know, it was not disappointing about this movie how dangerous some of the stunts were and how you could just obviously tell that sometimes when they were cutting to the stunt guy, 
that stunt guy got hurt again. Yeah, that was one of our keep an eye out for us that you brought to the table from our prelude episode was how many people get fucking hurt in this movie. And I would say at least five people got, man, I fucked up that stunt and I'm injured now. There seemed to be the guy getting dragged by the truck. Mm hmm. I'm sure he was wearing padding for it, but it seemed like Still. there was some raspberries in areas that like he was he was getting rubbed he was getting torn up by the road and, a little and bit. A lot of bouncing around. Yeah. Like you can't padding's not gonna help no, in those situations. He skid wide and went like over a, a ditch and into a field. Yeah, yeah. That's not gonna feel good. Not gonna feel good. Uh the Stunt man that uh, bails out of the truck and takes one right in the fucking face where he lands on the ground. Ouch. It was it was the whole thing, the face, the shoulder, because he was trying to like hit the top of the hill and roll. Right, right. Instead, he hits the other side and stops cold. Right. All momentum is gone. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that that guy was knocked the fuck out. I would think so. They it, The shot stayed on long enough that you can see like the body start to convulse. Like That guy, that guy was really hurt. Uh, a lot of the fight sequences had flips and throws that uh, involved people landing on various things. A guy goes down the stairs, and it's one of the best stair falls I've ever seen on film. Like, he looks ouched. Yeah. There was the beach fight, had a lot of ninjas hitting their faces and heads on rocks. Uh-huh. Many injuries. Uh, highly entertaining. I don't think the guy that got lit on fire probably did all that great either. Probably not. You know, even if you got the safety stuff, nobody likes being on fire. No. That's one of the things. Nobody likes it. I can't think of anybody that likes being on fire. And that that's obviously an ad later. Like, we have a little money left. Let's do the fire thing. It's like, we don't have enough for that. We'd have enough for that. Light this man on fire. Light him on fire. Uh, there's so many ninjas. So many ninjas. We should have done a ninja count. We should have done a ninja count. I don't know if the ninja count could be possible, because how do you tell one ninja from another ninja? That's true. But there is a lot of ninjas in this film. I would be willing to go out on a limb and say that there is over 200 ninjas on this film. I will even take it a step farther with what I had said during the viewing. If you can see one ninja, that means there's 100 ninjas you can't see. So there's easily at least 2,000 ninjas in this movie. Yeah, probably. In implied... In the story world. 2,000 implied ninjas, 200 on-screen ninjas. Possibly, yes. <laughs> well, they said they had unlimited ninjas. There's yeah. unlimited ninjas. The, it, the, the whole story of this, I did not see coming. The, I figured it was just going to be a friggin' ninja movie where Dudikoff's got to go in and bust up some terrorists or something. Or something. Uh, spoiler alert, this movie is about making a clone army of ninjas. Yes. They're genetically crafting ninjas. Now, I want to know, I'm going to start out with the first question here. Okay. <laughs> when you, uh, when you do this process and you, you're creating a super soldier that it happens to be a ninja. Sure. Uh, did they come out of the tube in Ninja Gear already wearing the black pajamas? So uh, we saw them in the tubes and they look like just, you know, your average. One of them was the bass player from Three Dog Night, the bushy hair and the mustache, yeah, like uh -huh. didn't look like a ninja. Right. So I think they might have to like, they come out of the tube and then they go into like one of those television beds and get programmed or something. So my question is then, if they don't get shot out of the tube as ninjas, you're not genetically crafting ninjas, you're just genetically crafting guys that are strong and fast and only listen to the main bad guy, I guess. Why the fuck are they ninjas? Just make them guys with guns. Yeah. Because Universal Soldier had already done it. That's true. They Yeah. 
And, uh, you know, because Ninja. Oh, yeah. The answer to every question. Because Ninja. Because Ninja. I still couldn't piece together whether it ended up being that they were cloning or that that's why they were kidnapping the Marines was that they were genetically tampering with existing humans and turning them into ninjas via genetic mutation. That's my main question. So I guess we'll just get that out of the way before we even talk about this film. That was mine too. What's the deal with the Marines? Why are they nabbing Marines? And the ninjas in the tube look like normal guys that are getting turned into ninjas. Uh-huh. That's all I can figure. That's my only guess is that they've, they're genetically tampering with existing humans to turn them into ninjas. So essentially it's like, it's again, the super soldier program. They've captured Steve Rogers, but instead of turning him into the hero and symbol of America, they're turning him into a ninja, a mind controlled ninja. I guess so. Over and over and over again. So they're not unlimited ninjas. They're not creating ninjas with some special sauce that they mix into a Bunsen burner and poof, you've got ninja cream uh, and you spread that on a potato and it turns into an actual man. The head scientist is on the end of a cow milker with his penis and that sperm gets turned into ninjas. Right, exactly. Because if you're the head scientist, you have to father all of these ninja children yourself. Right, Right. yeah, definitely. Definitely. That's just a page from the Red Skull. Yeah, exactly. Uh, So they don't have unlimited. They got to go out and get guys to become ninjas. I guess. Which... Again, there's too many ninjas if their whole deal is stealing Marines. Because this place doesn't have that many Marines. It's not a, They're not stealing it from a Marine base. They're stealing it from a fucking embassy. Is it like there's 10? Like 20 guys there at most. like 10 guards or something. And they've already stolen like six. Yeah, it's a bad plan. But it seems like the turnaround time to get a replacement is pretty quick. Yeah. And nobody questions it. Again, like the weapons from the American Ninja 1. Yeah. Like they just bring in, oh, well, I guess you need more people. We'll just keep sending them. You keep losing them. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're losing four a week, that's actually a pretty good ninja turnaround, I think. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Sure, it takes you six months to get up and running, but. So what do you suppose you do once you've got the ninja? Well, Um, you have to give them. Profit. Right. Yeah. Step two. And then step three is profit. Yes. And obviously they're color coded in this movie. So, you, you know, red and black, yeah. Yeah. So if you get one that's not as great, he gets a red outfit. And if you get one that's, you know, pretty good, you All give right. him a black one. Let's talk about uh let's talk about the black ones. How much do you think the going price for a uh, black ninja is? See, I don't $1, think he's, sell- he's not selling the ninjas. That's the other curious thing. He's making his own army of ninjas. I thought you were saying that he was selling them. No, I mean that's the joke is that yeah. you have this army. He isn't selling the ninjas. By his own admission, which was one of my questions that I guess I'll burn now, army of ninjas equals drugs forever. Yeah, because he's shipping like $5 billion of heroin to the U.S. All the drugs. So if he has an army of ninjas, nothing will ever stop him from selling the drugs. That's so the are plan. They, are they couriers? Are they smugglers? They're, no, they're, they're like... mules. No, they're like the guards. They're the... Uh, you could just get guys with guns. They're not ninjas. Obviously, the ninja is, in the story world of American ninja, has proven twice to be too much for the American military forces, with the exception of two gentlemen, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. who are, uh, you know, one of them is a ninja, True. and the other may as well be. Uh, the other guy is just a buff, awesome dude. So I think at this point, I'm in, if, when, whenever we watch American Ninja 3, I'm just going to declare Steve James as an honorary ninja. Yeah, honorary. Yeah, sure. I can go for that. He's killed enough ninjas that he is, by association, a ninja himself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. I think we're addressing too many things at this. Let's go yes. ahead and dive into this film. Uh, it starts out with these 
Hot Boys. <laughs> Hot Boys. <laughs> and some rock and roll music on the highway with uh, some motorcycle dudes riding fast and cool and loose. Crotch Rockets. Crotch Rockets. It's awesome. Kawasaki Ninjas. Yeah. And uh, they pull into town. It turns out they're, they're Marine guys. And I guess they just... it. Part of me thinks that, like, again... With the with the Golan and Globus business, that they're trying to sneak in a statement and delivering it poorly, yes. like the American military around the world take advantage of their power and just live fast and loose, yes. and don't play by the rules in the countries that they go into and just do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, like they own the goddamn place. It seems to happen in a lot of their movies. Uh huh. But again. Delivered poorly. Well, it gets lost in the movie that turns into nonsense. Right, yeah. The the movie that ensues every time with the canon film. Good job, guys. Yeah. <laughs> so they go into town, they go into a bar, and they're like, hey, let's get some beers, bro. And these toughs in the back are like, mm-mm. So they go up, and they're like, hey, give me a couple dollars or something. Yeah, give me, give me two dollars for a cup of coffee. No. Okay, we're going to kick your ass. So they kick their ass. Well, the Marines say, we're not tourists, we're Marines. We're not giving you any money. So what does that have to do with anything? They. That's what they said. That's what they said. I know, but what does that have to do with anything? Because tourists would probably give them money. Well, they should give them money. I mean, just <laughs> sometimes, you know. It's not worth it. Just yeah. give them two fucking dollars. I Who would, cares? If it was me, I would be like, here's $5, but it's not for coffee. You need to get your shirt cleaned. He had like half a burrito on his shirt. You, these <laughs> men are filthy. Filthy men. They they're are not very dirty. Not like dirty mouth, dirty ideals. They they have dirt and grunge all over their shirts. Like pig pen. Yeah. Levels of dirt. The the you you could name any one of them the dribbler. Like they eat and half of their food ends up on their chest. And then they roll around with pigs afterwards. Yeah. They, well, and when I first saw these guys, my comment was, Oh look, the homeless guys got enough money together to split a six pack. That's yeah. what you think that these guys are like homeless or something, and that they're gonna like this is their their thing. It's it's ninjas versus the homeless is where this movie's <laughs> going, and it's not. These guys are supposed to be like they're the local uh, muscle mu- yeah, muscle. Yeah, they're local muscle, so they yeah. should have all sorts of cash, right? And they spend it not on clothes or cleaning those clothes. They just hang out in front of bars all like, day. These guys don't even shake three times. <laughs> they've got piss spots all over the front of their pants. Can you imagine when they do a roundhouse kick, how bad that would smell? <laughs> oh. Ooh. It's wafting. Just keep it to the punches. I'll go down. <laughs> so the Marine gets the, all the Marines get beat up, except for this one named Taylor. It just kind of sneaks off into the corner. and Because uh, he's in on it. Spoiler alert. And then fucking ninjas come and nab these unconscious Marines. Now, this is confusing to me. Why do you send a ninja for collections? The ninjas should be beating the guys up. They will do exactly. it faster. And then the muscle guys, they're like the union boys that heave them into the back of the truck. It's like no one paid attention to the mafia of the 60s. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Right? Uh-huh, you get right. The, the, the real bruisers go in there for the knocking people out. And then your union boys, they just do the cleanup. And also, if you're a ninja, you could just sit on top of the roof and wait for them to come out the back. Like, hey, there's a guy who wants to see you in the back. And then you get ninja nabbed right then. You don't even need to make this public scene in the middle of a fucking bar where oh, a yeah. child is going to see this whole thing go down. And what's that kid doing there? That's my question. Well, He's a long ways away from the base. Uh, and he's in a bar. Well, he's yeah. also a local-ish 
person mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of indiscriminate ethnicity. You know, this kid plays a role in this film. I don't think he affects the plot in really any way. So I'm pretty much just going to skip him, not really talk about him too much. So if yeah. you guys have a problem with that, uh, kiss my ass. All right. Well, uh, he tells on what he sees in this first scene. What do you do? Yeah. Uh, so Joe and Jackson, Private Joe Armstrong and Curtis <laughs> It's a good thing Jackson. Joe Jackson didn't show up. He would have fucking cleaned those assholes up in yeah, like 10 minutes. would have been over no time. <laughs> Don't fuck around with Joe Jackson. Yeah, he would have just shown up and like, no, I've seen your kids. I'll just do whatever you say. Uh, we're going to shut this country down, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Joe's here. Everybody leave. Make him a nice works. meal first. I know he <laughs> likes comfort food. Uh, so they land at... at Wherever this town is supposed to be, it's filmed in South Africa. I don't know if it's supposed to be South Africa that this takes place in, but uh, they land and they get picked up by a couple of fucking nutsacks. It's Taylor and Charlie. Charlie too. Charlie too. They've got this butt car. <laughs> I couldn't ever figure out what the car was. It was a sedan with the roof cut off of it, but uh-huh. I don't know what what model it was. And like uh, like outdoor boat speakers yeah. and surfboards, like glued to it and just it was the bullshit mobile it's pretty fun we find out it's wild bill's car because they say so now they're the they're picking them up to take them to this wild bill guy who the fuck is wild bill i don't know he's wild i guess not really no his name is what like he's obviously not your normal military man he is a quirky character wild bill really isn't the name for him no i would not call him a wild bill uh, Jackie? I think maybe they were referring to his hat. His black and white, wild looking hat, safari mm. hat looking thing. Okay. Um, he- that was kind of wild. <laughs> you know, uh, he did have a few questionable outfits on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That was kind of wild. His shorts were getting a little short. His shirts were open most of the time. His mustache was treading all over the top of regulation. I'll tell you that much right <laughs> yeah. now. I mean, maybe that's what we're talking about. Wild Bill. What is Wild Bill? He's the chief of was the he embassy. a colonel? What's he? What's he do? He's the head of security at the embassy of. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, all right, uh, head of security. Yes. He works in that white building. Yeah, yeah. Right. And he dresses like a dirty server. Okay, head of security. So he's just in charge of all the marines that uh, protect the embassy. Yes, from foreign invasion. Gotcha. This embassy is fucking swank and fun and awesome. This is like Bill and Ted's adventure. Or not Bill and Ted's. This is like Weekend at Bernie's, the embassy. Yeah, this that's what I... Wild Bill is Bernie if he doesn't die. Right. He's got babes running all around. Apparently buck-ass naked. Uh, they all wear cool guy shirts and safari hats and drink Budweiser's all day long. You can't get a read on Wild Bill because every time you show up, he's wearing something different. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's half military. Sometimes it's a, just a damn Hawaiian shirt. You just... Really never know what you're going to get with this guy, other than that he doesn't like it. And uh, they encourage this lifestyle, this behavior, because it helps them blend in with the locals. Yeah, they don't. the locals don't like the U.S. Marines. Yeah, so they uh, just party and drink and bang all the ladies all day long, I guess. But if too many of them come up missing... We're yeah. going to have to alert somebody that we need a little bit of help, and they're going to send two rangers from the army. Yeah, Joe and Curtis have been sent by... The Pentagon, I guess, to uh, look into this missing Which, Marine problem. I'm not going to have any questions at the end of the show. I have to do it now. So the intelligence of the military just 
kind of has a feeling that ninjas are involved. Because the only time you send these two anywhere is if there's ninjas. <laughs> well, hold on. What if this is ninja he wrote? And just anywhere Private Joe Armstrong goes, there's going to be ninjas. It doesn't matter that there wasn't ninjas before, but because Private Joe Armstrong is going to get involved, then there's ninjas. Cruise day four. Waters are crystal clear. I caught a tuna today. Then a ninja jumped off the top of the boat, and I had to kill him. <laughs> Every dang day. Ah, oh, man, Dudikoff. Love him. The tomato bisque was good, though. <laughs> I just... They send Joe and Curtis. Uh-huh. The only time... it could. There's no reason to send these two anywhere in reality. Right. Because regardless of how well they did fighting the ninjas in the last one, these two are on the verge of getting kicked out of the military. Indeed. These Indeed. guys are dipshits. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And the only thing they can handle is it's basically like paranormal activity for the way the military operates is what <laughs> these guys are dealing with. Like It's like uh, the Hawaiian shirt dickheads in South Africa have a ninja problem. Really? Well, go ahead and send Joe and Curtis because those assholes are about to get fired anyway. You know, maybe they sent them not knowing that there were ninjas but because they were like, well, people are coming up missing over there. If we send them over there, hmm. maybe they'll get kidnapped. Maybe we'll maybe. get rid of them. Oh, that's a good point. Because it was like everyone we send ends up missing. We have a real good opportunity for two birds with one stone here. Quite literally. All those, <laughs> all they talk about is this fucking wrestling show that they're going to do at some they've point. Put it, they've put it on twice. It has not worked out. Got to get rid of them. Send them to Ninja Kidnap village anyways so they have a debriefing with wild bill me him go through it and then uh then curtis and some other guy leaves the office <laughs> this guy sucks sergeant <laughs> sergeant grumpy pants i don't even know his real name no i'm talking about i'm talking about this stunt Dudikoff oh, walker the- Dudikoff's <laughs> body double for him to walk out of the fucking office and the That's- guy looks right at the camera like yeah i'm not Dudikoff. Like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, no, they just didn't have a shot there, I guess. Just, then don't put it in at all. Yeah, forward cut. Forward, forward cut. cut out of don't the office. Don't get a guy that is clearly not Michael Dudikoff to walk out of the fucking office. I'll tell you why they didn't forward cut. Because the thing is, it didn't make night. It was only uh, nine or 87 minutes. So they already <laughs> they already forward cut it as much as they could. <laughs> we got to get more filming. Because they had no coverage on anything. Because there's... <laughs> Their, the screenplay was basically just like tied together with bailing twine. So, yeah, they're just like, we got to keep this in because if we forward cut here, we're going to lose another minute and a half. Yep. And we won't have a movie if we keep cutting these bad shots out. Uh, so I guess the start of this in- investigation is to get on a boat and go find some babes. Well, they ask, who was the last person with the last two that got kidnapped? And they're like, Taylor. Taylor. And so they're like, okay, we're going to watch this this guy. And the Taylor's going to go out and find some babes in his boat. Hey, aren't you married, Taylor? It doesn't mean I can't look at the catalog. He's kind of a nutsack. Fuckerhead. Oh, yeah. What? A, what this guy, <laughs> Taylor. <laughs> Taylor's the evil of this film, Jackie. Dude, he's got a unibrow. You cannot trust people with a unibrow. That would be my first indication that I am not getting on a boat with you or going anywhere with you because you have unibrow, which obviously means that you are just up to no good. He's got a dumpy attitude, too. So he does. I, well, I agree with Jackie. His wife has been nabbed. I think he was an asshole before. Wait a minute. I think maybe she just ran away. His wife has been nabbed, 
and kidnapped and taken to Blackbeard's Island. Yep, that's a thing in this movie. Where the fuck is she in this film? She doesn't show up. They didn't kidnap her. They killed her. He just thinks he's still alive. Maybe. Maybe. I yeah, that she... was my question. What happened to Taylor's wife? I think she went out to get a pack of smokes she and was never came back. probably a catfish the whole time. Like an actual catfish? Well, not like the... She faked... I think she was part of the plan. So she fake marries him. Mm. She's back to doing whatever. Mm-hmm. Fake mm-hmm. marrying somebody else, probably. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, because she's not even there. Like, they've fooled him into being the inside man. I see. Okay. That's a fun theory. I like it. Let's roll with it. So they're on this boat, and Taylor fakes fucking up the boat engine, or the like, oh, the boat's fucking broken, because he pulls the wires underneath the dash, and so the boat dies, and they, like, get to the shore, like, oh, we'll just repair it in this little cove. Oh, wait, no, the engine's fine. Let's go swimming, boys. What's wrong with the boat? I don't know. Let's go swimming. Who's going to splash me first? That's not something I'm interested in doing if I'm on an island with a bunch of men. Yeah, it seems like, yeah, wait, I thought there was women on this. Don't worry about the women. We can splash each other. Yeah. Uh, Charlie, are you okay with this guy? Let's just get the boat started and go back to town. Sure. Can we do that? After we go swimming, come on. A little swimming. We'll take our pants off. I really just want to go back to town. I'm not good at floating. Just pull on this and keep me <laughs> keep me above the water. I don't know if this is swimming. <laughs> uh, okay, so they're out there swimming, except for Dudikoff, who uh, he's got Dudikoff sense. He senses trouble. And he reaches under the dash and finds Taylor's sabotage, the boat. He's like, mm-hmm, see what's going on here. But doesn't really have time to deal with that issue because from out of fucking nowhere are fucking ninjas. They run in, like, flapping their arms like they're flying. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And then they fan out. <laughs> There's five of them. And one of them throws a blanket on the ground like he's going to have a picnic, uh-huh. which doesn't lead to anything. Because the next thing you see is Dudikoff just running into the rocks, which I think is another, like, there was a better plan for this sequence, maybe, but uh, forward cut to Dudikoff running. I love this fight sequence. Oh, it's l- interesting. It is epic. It is so stupid. I don't even know how to describe it. Uh, so I'm just going to make some highlights. I want to talk about the ninja ladder that uh, Dudikoff runs up a rock, and I guess they can't get up there the same way, so... They build a human ladder out of ninjas. Yeah. Awesome. And then pull themselves up. They're, they are a ninja machine. A ninja machine. This is the coolest ninja thing I think I've ever seen. Cooler than ninja lasers. Cooler than uh, kicking a police car into a lake. Uh, cooler than burying yourself in sand and taking out an ATV guy. The ninja ladder is amazing. I uh, think that the problem with these ninjas here, specifically these ones is they've worked on ninjaneering <laughs> too much and ninja fighting not enough. Not enough because they definitely get their ass kicked. It, well, he, Michael Dudikoff is the world's most dangerous ninja. Yes. Uh, yes. Well, maybe the second yeah. most dangerous. Well, in this, in this universe. I think if we were to put Duncan Jacks in here, he might be able to dispatch those ninjas a little faster. Man, could you imagine the smoldering gazes that it, we, they would give each other? Oh, they both flared their eyes. The The... Who who can give the sexy eyes better? That's all they would they would not get any ninjaing done because they would just stare at each other and be like, I'm, no, I'm handsome. No, I'm handsome. The army of ninjas would show up. Duncan Jacks and uh, Joe would 
flare eyes at each other. It would be almost magnetic and electric, and then the camera would pan over to the army of ninjas, and they'd all be sitting Indian-style, just sort of waiting for instruction. <laughs> we are here. You are our masters. Uh, there's this lead ninja up on this rock. He's all like, he's fucking throwing taunts out. Like, he's just hanging, hanging out there. Yeah, he's like giving Dudikoff the, I'm going to kick your ass, buster, <laughs> fist pumps, and that's pretty cool. Which Dudikoff just has to keep killing the other ninjas. Nin- he kills a bunch of fucking ninjas. I see you up there, buddy, but I'm going to have to get rid of all your guys first. He's stabbing guys, neck breaking guys. He fucking catches an arrow and then throws a fucking katana through a guy's tummy. Awesome. Some guy tries to jump at him while he's holding a spear, which is just not the thing to do. No. So he obviously spears that guy to death. Curtis has come back to shore. Yeah. He's kicking guys ninjas' asses. What I noticed halfway through this fight scene is I'm like, gosh, those guys have been swimming a long time. Mm-hmm. But Curtis gets tired of swimming, and he comes along to hey, check some stuff out. Fucking ninjas in here. Hey, let's check it out. Oh, ninjas. Ninjas. It's I, okay. God damn it. I should have seen that coming. Yeah. Every time we go someplace, it's fucking ninjas. Yeah. This is ninja net. <laughs> gotta, always got to mention the net. It's like Stinker Staple 15. actually is one of the most epic net sequences I've ever seen, because the ninja net doesn't work. It is stolen immediately by Joe, who... Uh. Then uses better net prowess to net the original net ninja, who is then only untangled by Joe cutting the net with a sword. Mm -hmm. And then he's like, well, you're still not threatening enough. Kills two other guys. And then when the guy finally gets out of the net, kills him. Uh So the only way that this ninja gets out of his own net is by being cut out right before his own death. (laughs) Yeah, that's not something you want to write in a report. Well, they chase the ninjas chase off uh, Curtis and Joe off of a fucking cliff, and they just jump right perfectly into the boat. <laughs> You're expecting like dives and like some wa- aqu- aqueous like here comes the boat to rescue them. Uh huh. Nope. They just land in the boat seats and perfectly take off. Perfectly in the boat seats after a fifty foot leap they off of a cliff. <laughs> certainly go through the bottom of that boat. I think they're both dead, but uh, somebody hurt an ankle. Uh, dead fifty feet. They jump off a cliff, Jackie. Hurt an ankle. Oh, okay. Well, they hurt an ankle, and their brains came out all, yeah. as well. So. Or at least they go through the bottom of the boat. I mean, there's just no... None of the... Yeah. Like Tom Hanks in the money pit, and they're just stuck there. Ah, get me out of here. Take <laughs> Step <off>. on it. <laughs> yeah, and then they go, and then when they get back to the island, he gets out, and he pulls his shorts off, and then fish come out. that's... <laughs> 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 There's a lobster up my ass. How come there's so much fish in the shower? Don't ask. (laughs) That's the dumbest. (laughs) Going to need a little while to recover. So they go and talk to Wild Bill back at the base. And he's not, he isn't buying this ninja story. That's a load of bull cocky. Whatever, ninjas. Guys are fucking so yeah, ninjas. And then the guy, Sergeant Crappy Pants, is there too, and he's Arr! Arr! and then Wild Bill kicks him out. Yeah. He's like, I've had it with your head. You okay, I've had enough of you. You just go away again. And then after he's like, 
So really, ninjas? Ninjas, huh? Really? Oh, uh, okay. I got to get that guy out of here because he's skeptical about everything, and because he looks at the camera in every shot, so we can only put him in so <laughs> so many. But yeah, they uh, yeah ninjas, and then they don't know enough. But he's like, or they Joe and Kurt's like, well, just give us a couple days, and all of a sudden, Hubble goes, "I'll give you a week, but I don't like it." <laughs> okay, we asked for two days. We asked for would two you, days. Would you like two days if? Oh, yeah, because that seems like, if you don't like the week, you were not pushing You anymore. offered the week. You offered the week. This you is should, your thing. This is your deal. You should like your deal. <laughs> well, Taylor tips off Joe to meet him in a bar. He's going to spill the beans. And uh, it's what's this bar called? The Piggy Boogie Bar? The Blind Beggar? Beggar, yeah. yeah. Blind Beggar Bar. Okay. Comes up a couple times. That's the only reason I reference his name. He goes around back because the front's locked. Private Joe. And uh, there's a bunch of toughs in the alleyway. They're like, you can't come in here, military boy. We're going to kick your ass. It's the same guys from the first fight scene. Right. Dirty, dirty, dirty toughs. Who you, now that you get a second look at them, get less menacing. Considerably. Considerably. Less menacing. One of them is just a guy in an, a soiled yellow sweater with a perm. One of them is the big Lebowski. Yeah. The dude. The main tough isn't very menacing. He's just, I guess, tall-ish. Uh, he probably weighs 220. Yeah, if he punched me, I wouldn't like it. No, but, you know, we're not tough men. Right. He's, he's, they're dealing with an actual ninja. Well, they're Razzle, Razzin Joe, and it doesn't work. He beats the fuck out of them. Yeah, all of them. All of them. Dispatches them quickly. Very quickly, and then just goes inside casually. Uh, we get a good look at the inside of the... Uh, blind beggar when there's not nefarious things going on because all of the nefarity has been left outside mm-hmm. don't think i would hang out there no no not a nice place yeah uh, i think i prefer the cantina in moss Eisley. it's a or, little less rough it's or, pretty much a whorehouse yeah the, we're trying to church it up dirts the uh, saloon in uh, the three amigos is better yeah the saloon in three amigos uh yeah it's a real shithole it's not cheers not not a nice place to be no uh they probably know your name uh but not for the right reasons. Because <laughs> your name is dead. Yeah, dead meat. So he goes upstairs and he meets Taylor. And Taylor's like, they got my wife and they took her to Blackbeard's Island. Oh, dude. Blackbeard's Island. Blackbeard's really? Island. Oh, brother. How long did you guys spend? Co- Who wrote this fucking thing? A three-year-old? I mean, good Lord. I'm well, thinking that Blackbeard's Castle is in the Caribbean. That didn't make a whole lot of sense. So final writer... On the movies, the guy that plays the lion, uh-huh. which says to me that a great deal of it's getting rewritten on set. Yeah, probably. So the big man that runs Blackbeard Island, I guess, he's into drugs and bioweapons of some sort, biological engineering. We'll get to that. I guess we already did, but Taylor's like, oh, I hear somebody out there. I'll go stand by this window. Shook. Spear right through the tummy. So he's dead. They tell Bill, a wild Bill, hey, fucking guy's dead. Uh, it's ninjas. It is ninjas. Uh, we need to go to Blackbeard Island because that's where the ninjas are at, and we'll uh, we'll take care of this whole fucking problem. Guess what? Wild Bill doesn't like any of it. Nope. But they got to go to a party anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll just go to this party. And then, you know, we'll talk about it. Yeah, but you guys, to go to this party, you have to dress as Marines. You can't dress as... Uh, Rangers. Because I don't know what fucking difference that makes. Well, I guess it would be more suspicious. Like, what are these rangers doing here? They're on tour of the fucking embassy. They weren't rangers in the first one. No, they were not. They were, One was an auto mechanic, and the other one was the like, founder of a wrestling tournament. 
He was the martial arts trainer. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why they have to dress as Marines. What do you think gag. about the party, Jackie? <laughs> this party looks super sucky. It's like, <laughs> like the high school band was there for music. And just these like random fucking people that look coked out. and I, Everybody does look coked out yeah. in this movie. Yeah, and it just was like, oh, okay. And it doesn't look like they had any good food there. They're, most of the people don't even have a drink in their hand. I mean, this looked like the lamest, cheapest party ever. I'll actually say that as far as the food goes, they didn't even have food to show us. They just pretended like there's like a long shot of a table-ish uh-huh, thing happening, uh-huh. and then it cuts to the close-up exchange between Steve James and the lady, and he's like, don't eat that. So they talk about food. You never actually get to see it. What? Don't eat this empty plate? They didn't even have plates. Uh, oh, don't eat my hand yeah. that I'm using as a prop for food? Yeah, good call. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And the band was standing way too close to the pool. <laughs> They're going to go in. <laughs> now that's a party. <laughs> They spot the bad guy. He's there. He's uh, named Leon. The lion. And they call him the lion. Like Leo the lion. Yeah. yeah. So lame. He also has like a right-hand man, this guy, who is the head ninja. Do we ever catch the head ninja's name? Scar. No, it's... Oh, crap. It was... I even reported it in the damn uh, .5. It's like Toro or some bullshit like that. That's worse than the lion. Oh, it sucks. Well, his outfit at the end sucks. Tojo Ken? Yeah. That sucks. Tojo Ken. He is clearly not uh, of any Asian heritage. He looks Maori. What's Maori? Uh, the, in that area of the Southern Hemisphere by New Zealand. Hmm. I was thinking more like the Southern Hemisphere of like Brazilian. Yeah. Like he does not look Asian to me at all. He looks, he looks South American. Something. Uh, Tojo Ken is offensive to me. That's he's not Asian. Calling him Tojo is not cool to begin with. So if you meet somebody off the street, like if you're at a business meeting, say, and you're like, "Oh, I'm I'm uh, Steve Perkins. I'm the marketing director for such and such. This is my associate Tojo Ken." You jump underneath the desk. Uh huh. No one is named Tojo Ken. Like no. only a ninja is named Tojo Ken. So From when South they America, introduce apparently. him as Tojo Ken, even though he looks like he's not a ninja, you're like, well, this guy's a fucking ninja. He's a fucking ninja. Yeah, we know that there's ninjas. Uh, it's quite clear. Uh, we know one of them has got a really fucked up eye because I saw it. Uh, he told me to fuck off that he was going to kick my ass. He's not going to because he's a big pussy and I'm Michael Dudikoff and I can do whatever I want. Uh, but uh, that guy over there who's named Tojo Ken, which is clearly a ninja name, uh, also has a scarred up eye and he's uh, looking at me like he wants to fight. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure he's the bad guy. Uh, I'm not going to really uh, need to do a lot of more digging. I should just go over there and kick that guy's ass yeah. right here in a movie. Or give him a good line like, yeah, you either want to fight me or fuck me, but you should buy me a drink first. I'm Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Every line should end in the the character saying their name. Yeah, I, I'm still Joe. <laughs> That's my friend Curtis if you forgot his name. Well, some lady runs up out of nowhere and slaps slaps the lion in the face. You're a bad man. You you did do it, the drugs and the, <laughs> you got the dope and uh, I don't know what else. But She's I don't like kidnapped you. his dad, her dad, yeah, yeah. or something with her dad. They drag her away, the the henchman, and uh, Bill's like, you know, I think you should guys should go after her, which is an odd like. Wait, what? This is when Wild Bill's now on board. 
she's a thing in this movie. I thought she was just like one of those characters that like dem- to demonstrate how bad this guy is. That the that the people of this area know that he's a bad dude. Yeah, and that's all that she has to do with this movie. But no. She is now a character in this film. Yeah, but I don't think Wild Bill knows that. He's just like, he's finally ready to quit sitting at his desk. Yeah. He's like, I've seen enough. That guy's obviously a fucking ninja. His name is Toad This guy's obviously a fucking drug dealer. There's my car. I will act like you're not doing anything. Go fuck some shit up. Uh, how do you know who's the bad guy? Uh, he's the guy that wears the all white suit. Suit. And, every time. Yeah. It's not even light outside anymore. Aviator sunglasses. He's a bad guy. Clearly the villain. I kind of wondered if he could even see out of those. They were so dark. He doesn't need to. He's got an army of goons around him that could just hold him by his elbows and guide him. (laughs) Just push him in the right direction. (laughs) Hard shove. Stop it. (laughs) So uh, they tail him back to the beggars billiards and bull bar. I don't know. Beggars. Blind beggar. Blind beggar. Yeah. Beggars, billiards, and they they would they take Wild Bill's car too. They do, yeah. He says, "Take my car." Take car. They go in and they kick the shit out of everyone. And uh, this sequence is also a blast. It's very silly, but I think it's kind of intentionally a little silly. There's some jokes and shit that happen yeah. during this fight sequence where they beat up probably forty people inside of this bar. Just the three of them. Even Charlie's beating up guys. He gets hit a couple times, but Charlie holds his own. And he's hitting on ladies in the bar. He's pouring them drinks and be like, hey, babe. One cracks a beer bottle over his head. And then he, what does he say? Because this is his Charlie moment. Oh, man, I didn't write it down. Yeah, that's too bad. Because this, this is the moment that he has versus Charlie one mm-hmm, mm-hmm. as being charming enough and endearing enough. Whereas after the hacky sack shit and the lending the motorcycle, and then by the end of it, when he's running around with the headband, you're yep. like, you know what? Charlie's my guy. I'm not going to lie. I could have gone for more Charlie 2. Charlie 2 needed more. Yeah, I could have gone yeah. for more Charlie 2. So after they kick the shit out of everybody, the main ninja comes in, Tojo Ken, and uh, I guess they are like, we got to get out of here because of him. I don't know why they run, but they bail. They bail outside with the girl, and uh, the car has been completely dismantled. Yes. Just, just uh, what is that called? It's not it's thieving parts out of a car, but it's like. It's, there's a term for it. Well, they're, they're chopping it, but they're chopping it on site. Yeah, when you like steal the wheels off the yeah. car and the radio, and I can't know. I'm not from you lift it the street. No, when you, when you lift the car, or you boost it. Boost you take the, the whole car. thing. Yeah. They're like chop shopping it on the street. Right. Sure, there's a term for that. Yeah, it's burgled. They've burgled car parts. Yeah, and uh, but it still runs. So they get in the car and they drive back to the party and. Ah, here's your car. Well, these guys are shitty at it because you take the wheels first. They're like taking the fenders yeah. off and like, <laughs> what are you going to do with the fender? It's like a fucking six. It's a four door, like 73 Oldsmobile. <laughs> what are you going to do with that fender? Maybe they're recycling the metal so that they can get drugs. Hmm, could be. Oh, well, I know a place where they can get drugs. The guy they work for. Yeah. He doesn't give out those drugs. He sells those drugs. Yeah, yeah. that's true. So while Bill and Joe think that the key to this whole mystery is the this woman, so they gotta they gotta find her, they gotta track her down and and ask her all this stuff, and so uh, they go to Joe goes to her house, and there's fucking ninjas, fucking ninjas. He's just walking up, knocks on the door. Hey, what do you want? Oh my God, fucking ninjas! Attack! You've been followed by ninjas, and story of my life. That's just what happens around here. 
I also like this. He this this is where shit starts to go nuts in this film. Really, believe it or not, it hasn't gone nuts. Yet. <laughs> uh, he takes one of the ninjas and uses his own ninja fist to claw his own face off. This was the strangest. I've I've never seen anything so strange. He grabs the ninja's hand, and you're like, oh, he's gonna break his neck with his own hand, but he breaks his neck, mm-hmm. and then adding insult to injury, the ninja's own hand claws his face off. Yeah. That's just mean. I thought he was going to go for the Patrick Swayze throat rip right there, Ooh. which would have been fucking awesome. Would have. If he ripped his own throat out yeah. and then held it for like, why'd you pull your own throat out? <laughs> <laughs> Quit throating yourself. Yeah. Stop poking it. Ooh. <laughs> guy's just like. <laughs> you want that bag? Oh, it doesn't go in. <laughs> it's just mean, Joe. <laughs> Uh, he catches a dart, like, or he, he takes a dart, like, there's a ninja dart blown at her, and he, like, Which is, sticks in his hand. Well, uh, that's definitely a poison dart. You need to, t- to have that looked at, Joe. No, he's a ninja, so he's immune. Okay. okay. But he just, like, stops it and then sucks it out. Like, I think that's what he's supposed mm-hmm. to, like, imply mm-hmm. that when, because he could have pulled it out with his hand. Mm-hmm. But when he sucks the dart out and spits it, we're, we are to assume that he has also sucked out the poison, okay, all right. I guess. <laughs> he fucking chucks the ninja star into the guy's head that did the darting. That's a good ninja it is. chuck. Because it's like, how far away is that guy? Like 100 yards? Oh, probably 75. He's, he's out there. But he's uphill, too. Yeah. Joe chucks this fucking ninja so star right in his head. To hit him, you're having to throw about 150. Yeah. Uh, it's a good chuck. Yeah. Lights, as we said, he lights a ninja on fire. Pretty awesome. And then they get into somebody's truck. Well, the kid shows up at various He showed up right before the ninjas and was like, here, you go there. Right. Give me $3. And then when he's like, he shows up in this uh, late 60s, early 70s Chevy pickup and honks the horn, says get in. And then mm-hmm. before he escapes with him, he makes him give him three more dollars. And they're like, why don't you just go to Blackbeard's Island? Well, I am. Well, you're going the wrong way. So he flips a bitch. <laughs> They're like, wee. Yeah, then runs over some trash. Yeah. And then almost high centers on the trash, but just keeps driving. This was obviously only shot once. This is by far my favorite sequence in the film is about to happen by mega leaps and bounds. This, this is, is so awesome. Uh, once the kid shows up and honks the horn, they just sort of turned the dial up. Yeah. There's a ninja standing in the middle of the road, and he's, this is like, this is set up like the same thing as Indiana Jones, where the crowd clears and there's a guy with a huge sword. Like, oh, this guy is the one that means fucking business. This guy is unbelievably not good at being a ninja. Very determined to be yes. a very good ninja. Clearly not cut out for ninja-ing. Because he just gets throttled over the next 10 minutes. And he's just like, I can take it. Keep dishing it out, guys. Yeah. Whatever I do is going to be the wrong move, but I'm going to get back up and try again. Yeah. He's like Chumbawamba the ninja. In, in his defense, he's not dead. The other guys die almost immediately. That is true. So this guy's actually pretty uh, competent as far as ninjas. He, uh, But he does make the conscious decision to put himself in very bad places over and over and over well, He starts again. <laughs> out by playing chicken with a truck. With a pickup truck. Mm-hmm. By standing still. Uh-huh. But it works because he jumps into the bed. Well, it doesn't really work. He doesn't. It's not mission accomplished. He punches out the glass in the back of the truck and then goes on to a sequence of ridiculousness <laughs> where he just gets his ass beat. He eventually gets dragged. He he fall. He gets 
the kid bites his arm. Joe punches him off. He falls out of the bed of the truck, but then hops up immediately. Uh-huh. The stunt that happens where he falls out is the guy hits the ground hard. Yeah. Uh, and then in the same shot, gets up and mm-hmm. throws the grappling hook. So that guy's a fucking tough guy. Right. Uh, throws a grappling hook into the bed of the truck and then starts getting dragged. That's his battle by plan. the truck. Like, well, it didn't work, but you're not getting away. I okay. thought I was really proud of him for hanging in there. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, come on. It was funny. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's even laughing. Damn it. I was saving that right when you were going to pause so yeah, I could that throw ri- that one out there. Like, it's written down and underlined twice. Hang in there. There's even a drawing of a kitten on a clothesline next to it. <laughs> Usually when you see people get dragged by vehicles, it's over dirt roads. This is over pavement. Uh, he, I don't think he can be just wearing pads. He's got to be wearing metal plates. Yeah, it's over pavement. He rolls, though. It's over pavement. It's over vacant lots. It's over ditches. He goes into a field at one point. He has to... His rope that he climbs visibly in the shot, mm-hmm. there's knots on the rope. He's climbing a rope not a while getting drugged 35, 40 miles an hour. This is a man. It's a man. This well, is was- a badass motherfucker is what this is. And, and there was one shot where you could clearly see his leg, like whatever that padding was supposed to be, was non-existent anymore it when was, he was getting drugged down the pavement, and it was bleeding profusely. Yeah, he was bleeding. Yeah, it's... Man, that's dedication to your job, Mr. Stuntman. Bravo for you. Yeah, this guy's one tough motherfucker. I think if we had a official Best Stuntman Award for the year, this guy probably is going to get it. Probably. Because, Jesus, this is fucking stupid. But eventually, he gets back on the truck, and then he gets fucking tossed off the front end of it, and you think he's gotten ran over, but nope, he's still cleaning on to the front end of that fucking truck, and he's climbing his way up to the top of the hood, and he's reaching in, he punches through the window, and he's reaching in, and Joe's like, jump. Yeah. And the lady jumps out and fucking bashes her face open. Joe bails, and then the truck just goes straight into a gas station that's out in the middle of fucking nowhere. Exactly. Explodes. Blows up the whole building. Great. Uh, the even better part about it is, is that it hits some water tanks and obviously stops and then cuts to a shot where the truck is flying through the air. Oh, it's awesome. <laughs> so awesome. By far my favorite sequence in this film. I think that when they read the Ninja reports and they saw that Glenn did all that, they're like, we should have had him somewhere else. Man, Glenn, Man he, he was he, really tough. He hung in there. He, uh, he was really <laughs> dedicated. God, you want to talk about determination. <laughs> so this lady, we fucking know her name. Bad perm lady. Frizz hair. Frizz hair. Yeah, yeah. Her hair sucks. Poof. It is bad hair. It's like a poodle. Cut. Uh, it was. It's like she stuck her finger in a light socket and she's a goddamn cartoon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she, wait, what is going on with her hair is unexplainable. At one point, she fakes being a ninja and i only mention this because she pulls the ninja mask off and her hair immediately poofs back out without any hesitation it's like my hair is this big all the time and there is nothing i can do about it it's like a (laughs) it's like a hat that she just kind of puts on it's like an afro that has no body to it it's just stringy hair yes she's a q-tip uh-huh yeah that's a good call yeah Yeah, that's ridiculous uh she was not cute lady whatever her fucking name is she tells joe about her dad they have this nice sit down on the beach and so her dad let me see if i got this right her dad was this preeminent cancer researcher and he was gonna cure cancer yep and so he's 
got this research facility on this island. Oh, no. Happens to be Blackbeard's let's, Island. Let's, let's say it in the way that she said it in the movie. My mom died, and when that happened, my dad decided he went on a quest to cure cancer. So he sold all of his belongings and bought an island. Boy, he must have had a lot of really he, nice stuff. He must have had some decent stuff. Then the I don't American think he can do that on Craigslist. Then the American and former, uh, the American and foreign governments, because she says it like that, uh-huh. even though they're not in America, correct? Uh, fund him. Oh, okay. It, so for a certain time, they they're all happy, but then they cut funding for some reason. Right when he's about to cure cancer. Well, <laughs> they got there, and it turns out he just mixed a bunch of shit together and. The best thing he had was flubber. Yeah, he had flubber. <laughs> Which see, cure for cancer. cancer doesn't cure cancer. You can win a basketball game if you don't count that it's cheating. <laughs> this guy, this lion guy, I guess hears about him losing his funding, and he's like, "Wow, what a great opportunity to make fucking ninjas!" <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have this guy who is working on the cure for cancer make me some ninjas. Make bioengineered ninjas well hey science is science right it's all the same all the fucking same if you know one thing you know it all i took science in high school you took it in college now you're my man you're that's good enough for me good enough for me uh you've already got an island that can double as a villain's headquarters that's a step in the right direction it is um science facility with bullshit science in it it's, I'm a, in. it's a hallway to uh, a uh, hall yeah the, it looks like the swimming pool uh, you've, hey, guess what? In your uh, secret island for cancer research study, you've already got a battle arena built into it. You so do. So that's a check in your mark. I think you're the guy that I want to have involved in my plan to bioengineer ninjas. No, that that ninja court was actually a squash court mm. that they converted this? into a, a ninja stadium. See, I thought it was theater in the sand. <laughs> <laughs> Shakespeare on so, Blackbeard's Island. Well, no, it's barefoot. Shakespeare barefoot. Yeah. So, like, you do Shakespeare, but it's barefoot on beach sand. It's fun. It's cool. It's Drink fun. Coronas. You just bring your own ice chest and watch it, right? <laughs> A little bucket. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> so, on Blackbeard's Island currently, the lion is there giving a very rousing speech to, I guess, investors i guess it seems like some oh, of them the are their kids so there's the ambassador mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh the chief of police okay that's true uh um, the dad is there yeah Scientist the dad, dad. his the own, governor's there what's the guy what's the ninja's name again tojo ken tojo ken's there yeah. he's already on board it's a bunch of people already on board yeah that aren't investors they're just like the guys that he's already paid off this guy is into himself heavy very much because he's giving a speech to him, and he's brought everybody he knows. Did anybody at any point during this film think in their mind, God, that guy reminds me of somebody. Who is it that he reminds me of? Got doofy hair, orange, uh, like making like really self-conceited speeches about how awesome he is. God, who is that? Hmm. Okay. He reminded me of uh, Richard Chamberlain. He was a poor man's Richard Chamberlain. I think he was a... Uh, I, he just reminded me of Donald Trump. Well, that's him. Uh, visually, and then he gives a stupid speech. I'm like, oh my God, that's Donald Trump. Well, yeah. did you time out the lie for three point or three minutes and 15 seconds? He would tell a lie. Yeah, that's true. That's true. This, oh, this guy doesn't lie very much. He's what? just all bullshit. It's all a lie. It's all a lie. Can't bioengineer. These ninjas. are the greatest ninjas <laughs> that have ever ninjaed any ninja. I know I have a ninja advisor. They say these are the best. Nothing but the best ninjas. 
manufactured in the United States of Africa. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Trump, did you pay for the ninjas? I was unhappy with the ninja work. Yeah. I don't have to pay with the further work if I'm unhappy with it. That's just being smart. Uh, well, here's the thing. He does make that claim that these are the best ninjas. This is why we're doing this, men. Right here. Look at these ninjas, and they have a really shitty dance-off, the ninjas. This is This whole thing doesn't make any sense from the get-go. One, you, they're not investors. They're people that he has paid off uh-huh. to get away with this. Uh-huh. And now he's giving a speech like this. Now we're going to win. See, look what we've done. Ninjas equals, ninjas equals drugs forever. These guys. And he's telling this to people that are already in his back pocket and their kids. Because there was a bunch of people in the background that were like teenagers uh-huh, in suits. Uh-huh, right. They ran out of extras. Uh-huh. And uh, so they, they already don't care. They just take money to look the other way. I would still be like, these guys. These ninjas that are performing a dance that they practiced once. This is all what this has been about is this. These guys suck. Well, this leads me into why this makes even less sense is because he says clearly that these are the greatest ninjas because they've been genetically engineered. Uh Uh Then after they dance around a bit, Tojo Ken, who's not a genetically engineered ninja, he's just an older ninja guy, Mm -hmm. kills all of them. Fucks them in the ass. He kills... Like, some of the guys come out from the stands to try to help, and he fucking kills them. He kills, like, 40 of the fucking ninja help. There's at least... I, I, I'm i going to be conservative and say that there's at least 20 dancing ninjas, and he, he runs through them all. And then there's at least seven additional ninjas. Yeah. it's These are not anything. They don't even make a dent in Tojo Ken. You know what they're good for, though? Cleaning up the dead bodies. That's all these ninjas are good for is carrying away dead ninjas. Yeah, they don't want the place to stink. So in the story world, what happens here is a man who owns a ninja plant Mm -hmm. tells his employees how good they are and then tells his right-hand man to demonstrate how shitty they are. Indeed. So it's like if it was a VCR factory, Mm -hmm. you'd be like, all right, guys, good quarter. Everything's been going great. These things have been selling best like VCRs hotcakes. that have been known to man. And the reason is, is these are the best VCRs uh-huh. ever. And then he plugs them all in and they fucking explode on their own. See? Never. Told you. Ha- Told you the best. The worst VCR eats tapes constantly or just doesn't work. These ones here explode on their own. The very best. You asked for the best. We provided the best. Boom. Literally. Boom. They explode. Boom. I told you these are the best Trump VCRs. <laughs> so joe and the lady they uh decide to go ahead and go on the island so they arrive and they uh take out a couple ninjas after going through a double fence it's kind of weird but uh the double fence was weird yeah why would you have a double like you fence? cut the fence then in the other part is the up uh, it was like 10 feet away there was uh-huh. another fence so was it a dog run okay it seems like a dog it run. seems like a dog run maybe it's but the there's no dogs run. maybe it's part of the ninja training course like, this is their this is your path to get trained or like, this is where we keep the swinging hay knife things stage two trump ninja dogs <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile curtis is back at uh the main land and he's stuck behind political red tape so they're all in one room everyone that works there is now gathered in Wild Bill's office. Uh-huh. Too many guys. It's got to be hot there. <laughs> got to be real warm. Yeah. 
I've had enough of this. <laughs> Let's take them. Let's go to just fucking go there. Yeah. Which is what I've been saying the entire time. Just go to Devil's or Devil's Island. Yeah. I was sweet song by Megadeth. Sort of perplexed by the character of Curtis Jackson at this point. Uh huh. She's like, we need to get in there and do this. Well, we can't because the political red, the red tape. tape. And it's like, yeah, they can't, Curtis, but you can go. You could go. Well, Bill's not stopping you from going. He's like, well, they would do that on their own. And then he looks at him almost in the movie saying they did that on their own. And then Curtis Jackson is like, we got to go. Well, shit, we got to go. Help like, them. You should just go, Curtis. You should just go, Curtis. They don't. You, these dickheads aren't going to help you at all. Just just go on your own. Cannon fodder for ninjas. That aren't really actually cannon fodder for ninjas, ninjas because these ninjas suck so bad. Uh, so Joe and the lady, they dress up as ninjas, of course, so that they can sneak in and they find the lab. And as Sam said, this lab where the science happens is just a fucking hallway. To like a pool. To a pool. It's all white tile. Uh-huh. It's either a hospital or a pool. Yeah. And then they inside, the at the end of the hallway is a room where they keep the uh, the ninja guys the the clones or whatever they've got these test tubes with men inside of them that are cooking i guess empty back to tanks full of band members from three dog night uh-huh what are they doing in there they're just getting ninja juice or they what? got too many quaaludes mm. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or they drink too much of jeremiah the bullfrog's wine uh-huh they're yeah. sleeping one off in the clear tubes naked they're not ninjas they're just white guys with bad haircuts oh, man these are the we genetically engineered these ninjas. Those are white guys with bad haircuts. They do not look like ninjas. And Dudikoff and the lady are just following around this corporate tour of the- ninja factory. Well, how sneaky are these two, right? Well, they dress like ninjas. Uh-huh. The ninjas are employees. They don't get to go on the tour. They don't get to go on the tour. No one ever goes, hey, you two. You guys and- want to see what we're doing behind the scenes? Yeah. Come on, ninjas. Come on. Shouldn't you guys be doing something? Somewhere else? Someplace else, like and guarding something or ninjaing or... Aren't you only like four foot eight, weird looking mascara ninja? Aren't you a little short for a stormtrooper? Yeah, she's a, definitely... A, even though she's wearing a ninja mask, she's definitely a woman. I thought that when I was watching other ninjas that were getting killed, um, some of them looked like they could have been ladies. I mean, who's to say that they were discriminating against uh, lady ninjas? Maybe oh, they were having a slow week and they couldn't capture any dudes. So they're like, that lady looks pretty athletic. We'll try one on the ladies. Why? I don't know about the lady thing. She's just awfully short because Dudikoff's what? 5'10"? Yeah. 5'7"? Yeah. Or 5'10". We'll call him 5'10". She's like 4'9". Yeah, pretty short. Anyways, so they see the dad and the, they chase after him and they get it to him or they get to him and she takes off her mask and he's like, oh, thank God. And get him out of here and joe goes downstairs and takes a fucking like meditative flashback break so that he can remember magic they had to they had so many scenes that they couldn't cover uh-huh they had to bring some additional footage in to get this thing an hour Just and a half long use the origin story of private joe armstrong again again mm-hmm. if you can communicate like obi-wan and yoda or obi-wan and luke and all of the jedi that can communicate posthumously ah yes 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 uh and he has these sorts of magics he should use some magics in combat he doesn't use any fucking magic in combat i he's clearly got magic his fingers are locked in some ninja bullshit yes and then an explosion flash of light happens at his knees on the ground and a plume of smoke he did not throw a smoke bomb he willed 
an explosion with the powers of his mind. He should have ninja magic. He should use those powers in fucking battle, but he doesn't. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, I was excited. I thought there was totally going to be some bullshit magic, and then there wasn't. There wasn't. Uh, anyways, let's move on. Uh, they finally, Curtis finally gets the guys. They're like, let's just fucking do it. Okay. So they load up the boat and they head out to the island and, uh, they make it there. He takes out a couple. Joe takes out a couple more ninjas and he, the Marines are found. Yeah, they're found. And he leads them out to the arena, but it's a fucking trap. Donald Trump flips on the lights. Eh, look like we got you. And the ninjas come in and they get their ass kicked by fucking Marines. These are Marines that have been held prisoner against their will, probably haven't been fed, malnutritioned, uh, bed sores, things of that nature. Dehydrated. Dehydrated. They kick these ninjas' asses. They all have to poop. They all have to poop. These are the shittiest ninjas that have ever lived. They've genetically engineered the worst ninjas ever. They're worse than not ninjas. Not like janitors could go in there and do better than these modified, like, let's genetically engineer some janitors because they're better than our fucking ninjas. The lion's plan would have worked out had he just had some guys in camo on three-wheelers. Ah, it's ridiculous. A couple of of the Marines, we should note, eventually go down, but they are very outnumbered. Ugh, these ninjas. Curtis and company, they invade the island, and they get in this big shootout. It's very reminiscent. This is why I'm like, it's not that much different. Curtis comes in with guns blazing. Mm. Starts losing clothes. Starts losing his shirt. Dad has gone back to the lab to blow the fucking thing up. He's strapped bombs to the fucking back to tanks. And sure as shit, he does. He pushes the button, blows up Donald Trump and himself. Yeah, I didn't see this coming, honestly. Mm-hmm. When I'm watching it the first time, I'm like, well, they're obviously going to have something happen between the two of them confrontationally, and then he's going to blow up the, th- the guys, and then who knows after that. And, like, the, the lion comes out with half of his face melting or off or something, like and then the lion shoots him. I'm expecting the lion to shoot him, but then the scientist to have, like, the button. That he's like, I'm still going to end your plan, and then the lion runs away to survive for a climactic fight or, later. Or he gets the ninja juice on his on him. And, and he becomes super ninja. ninja or something, yeah, right? Like, Dudikoff has to fight him. No, they just fucking blow up. Blows up. Okay, well, that's done. Uh, <laughs> fucking, meanwhile, Curtis is fighting ninjas, and he pulls out these two fucking Arabian swords out of his pants. Yeah, they're like the locked ninja knife things. That Locked ninja knife? Actually, thing. these are not ninja weapons. These, these are-, are something a guy named saladin would have well fighting out in the desert the problem is is that they're a chinese weapon that has been modified by the art department into something completely different because they should have been two locking short swords that could be used as one or split in half they then become movie bullshit jackie your thoughts on these swords i kind of thought they looked like fat machetes (laughs) yeah because they got like a (laughs) hole missing and they were like survival knives that were too wide yeah or i was thinking like wow butcher block it it just reminded me of a knife that you would use to like chop off a piece of animal i when i did it, not think that these look sophisticated enough to be ninja type things very not curtis jackson weapons no do you have any fish to clean yeah exactly anyways joe and uh tojo they fight and uh out of nowhere fucking tojo speaking of weird weapons Tojo's got a shotgun in his pants. In his butt. Just pulls the shotgun out and starts blasting at Joe. What? Uh, 
Ninja shotgun? So this is how bad the ninjas that are genetically modified are, Mm -hmm. is that some guy who's just really tough has been pretending to be a ninja and is better than them. Right. Because when it finally comes out, he's like, holy shit, this guy's a real ninja. He pulls out a shotgun. He's He's like, I'm not actually a ninja. I'm just a henchman, but I don't like dying, so I've got this shotgun in my (laughs) pants. Uh, It doesn't work. It's back to swords. And they uh, circle each other for a very long time, giving the stare down. But uh, eventually they run at each other, ninja style, and Joe stabs him. Stabs him a couple times. He's dead. Steve and... Or Steve. Uh, Curtis and team run in. The lady's smiling. She's so happy. Thumbs up, everyone. We her, did it. Her hair's still giant. Her hair sucks. Back at the ranch, Joe and Curtis, they get they get the girls, I guess. Well, Curtis doesn't, but Joe's... No, J- Curtis Joe gets the girl. He gets the guy. She, he gets the one that he was hitting on from the governor's right. party. Uh-huh. Yeah, but she, he, she's, he's like, I gotta go, babe. I think that Curtis got the job done the night before, and Joe oh, didn't. Totally, clearly. Yeah, I, I think Joe doesn't understand women. So, was who was the lady that Joe ended up with? I, Some it's random frizzy haired lady. Yeah. Oh, but they calmed her hair down. They okay, because I her hair. yeah, I didn't get that. Like it took I didn't realize that that was her i thought well where the hell what did i miss like i don't remember this lady from anywhere and she's going back with them they're out of there their job is done so they're going back to whatever thing that they're they do and she's going to go with them she just she doesn't even know joe's first fucking name nope she's barely seen him what's your first name joe bob (laughs) what I guess it's love. Whatever. I don't know why Curtis, Curtis had a better relationship with his lady he than didn't, they do. I guess so. Joe did better than in the first one where his love interest banged everyone in the army except him. Right. That's true. Do you think that they had to use like how they got her hair to calm down? Was they just like made her lay, stay in a chlorine pool mm-hmm. for 12 hours and just ran a brush yeah. through it? And it was just like this matted hair cake. Yeah. And yeah. Lots of Aquanet. Uh, where do they go? Let's 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 address this. We haven't seen American Ninja Three. Uh, we know that eventually ninjas will become involved again. But uh, what happens now? Well, I don't think Dudikoff's around for three. Uh, no, he's not. He comes back for four. Yeah. So what happens now? What happens now? Well, they have to go back to the base that they were at before, mm-hmm. and they get there, and the the CEO's like, "Oh fuck, they lived again." <laughs> Oh, shit. What are we going to do with these guys? Really? Like, the ninjas were that bad. And they turned in the report and he's like, I, it's like 300 ninjas. You that, killed three. And then what posed? What threat did they pose? The United States government? There was no threat posed. The, mm. So You killed a guy whose plan was honestly army of ninjas equals drugs forever. And you, what am I supposed to tell the general mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when because it sounds like you're just down in South Africa freelancing. Tell him whatever you want. Tell him the truth, mister. <laughs> Jackie. What happened to the little kid? Oh, who fucking cares? He, he just goes up. back to selling uh, chain jewelry to, terror, to, to terrorists, to tourists. That's what I think, too. Yeah. I thought that that was a shit deal where Dudikoff gives him the Swiss Army knife rather than the $5. Why? It's like a $30 knife, sure, but... Yeah. The kid's enterprising. He needs the money. Well, he can now get the money. Boink. Pay up, motherfucker, or I'll cut you. Or I'll, wait, hold on, that's the fish scaler. <laughs> oh, what? No, I'm sorry, that's the scissors. Just, just sit down for a minute. <laughs> I haven't really used this a lot. <laughs> My big question is, 
the ninjas are from Blackbeard Island. <laughs> Don't they know that ninjas and pirates are natural enemies? enemies? Right, yes. Via uh, evolution. That doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any sense. Yep, can't have. Yeah. I thought for sure that there was going to be a whole pirate subplot in this movie, and there wasn't. There was not, because there was boats. Mm-hmm, there mm-hmm. was. It, they had all of it there. Maybe some treasure. Toss in some pirate treasure. Toss in some pirate treasure. Yeah. Duncan Jack said pirate treasure. Yeah. How do you suppose Leon knew about Joe? Because when Joe, he springs the trap in the arena, he says, ah, you're the American ninja. Implying to me that he has heard of Joe's shenanigans before. Well, then maybe Tojo Ken is a real ninja, but, and that's the way that the ripples in the ninja world travel. Oh, oh. he's the guy that killed laser ninja guy, wrist laser ninja guy. I went to ninja college with that guy. Man, that guy was really fucking tough. I am nowhere near that Dude, tough. Yeah, he was the secretary. He secret- had a ninja laser. Yeah, he was the secretary of the ninja fraternity. I was just a pledge when he was there. Yeah. That guy paddled me for like an hour. Man. I I gotta watch out for this American ninja. This soft talking guy killed him? Huh. The surfer? Really? Yeah, really? Huh. Okay. Did he use his ears? <laughs> I guess we sort of covered it, but my last question is I guess those so the wrestling show just didn't go. It just didn't work out. Hey, who's to say? Maybe it's maybe it's part time, you know? It's obviously not paying the bills. Or maybe it is, but they can't get out because they're enlisted, go all the way. And uh, maybe <laughs> Take it'll it happen. To the limit. Take it to the limit. Uh, and, uh, they got to stay in long enough to get the pension. Maybe halfway between across the sky. Yeah, I guess like they've done it twice. It didn't pay as mm-hmm. much as they thought. They're probably going to do it again. Oiled men in yeah. a mud pit really isn't that like, hot. Curtis is still pretty hot on it. And Joe's just like, well, I just do it because Curtis is the only friend I have. And then you, sad. And then you kind of feel a little bad. And then like, American Ninja right. becomes Midnight Cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go through our keep an eye out for from uh, the right. prelude episode. First off, better or worse Charlie than the first Charlie? He gets close, but I like Charlie 1 better. I'm going to yep. stick with Charlie 1, too. Me, too. Just not enough Charlie. There just wasn't enough Charlie 2. Steve James is close. Does he uh, lose him at the same pace? No, he shows up, gets the clothes off, makes sure that we know that he is 100% lean beef. Yep. He is uh, He's shirtless within... 15 minutes of the and start of this movie. The there is he is one step away from naked in those swimming. Those swimming trunks are short. Yeah. Yeah. He also gets uh his his uh marine outfit that he's in posing ripped apart showing all of his beef. Yeah. Uh and then at the fight he ends up just tossing his shirt off cuz fuck it. I yeah. this shirt's bothering me. So much more Steve James. He, there's no there's no clock clothes. on the clothes like he's just like hey everybody just need you to make sure this is all man right here. Now, the big question, we've ran through Ninja 3, The Domination, notoriously stupid ninja movie, uh, unmasking the idol with Duncan Jack's ninja movie that very few people know about, but we do, so we're going to talk about it, include it. And now American Ninja 2, The Confrontation, which movie demonstrates the least amount of ninja knowledge? It is a hard question. I actually I have the answer. My answer is this one. I think it's this one. This one genetically engineers idiots instead of ninjas. Uh-huh. Uh, Who just get their ass kicked. Just get their ass kicked. Um, they're... To be drug dealers. Yeah. There's just... There isn't... I think the biggest missed boat on this one 
where it almost knew a little bit about ninja was the ninja magics. Uh huh. But then it it derails and goes away from the ninja magics. Yeah, yeah. Ninja magic is a pretty big deal in Ninja Three: The Domination. For yeah. Sure. Um, Jackie, we haven't heard from you on this topic. What do you think? I was just kind of hoping you would give me a few more minutes. I know it's not Duncan Jacks. I know it's not that one. That one, I uh, there was some believable ninja shit in there. Sure, yeah. sure, sure. This one, I'm just trying to figure out: was it really ninja, or was it just somebody getting fancy with a roundhouse kick? That they saw somebody yeah. else do at a cowboy bar. Karate guys in black pajamas is what this is. Yeah. That are really shitty karate guys. Yeah. But not really ninjas. And at the same time, I'm asking the idol, they were better ninjas. I mean, they were better tough guys, but they're still also just security guards for the island. Yeah, well, that's those guys are the shit ninjas. Duncan Jax's group of ninjas are all very capable ninjas. They tore through everybody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They escaped like that coming out of the ground and all of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they were more capable ninjas. How and also though, don't throw Ninja Three under the bus totally because the evil ninja is an actual assassin. Yes, that is what he's there to do: well, is assassinate somebody. To go a step further, if I was to rate them in the one that held the ninja caveat the most i would say ninja three because it's predicated on ninja magics Mm -hmm. yeah no i i'm sticking with this one this one demonstrates zero knowledge of ninjas yes other than they just have some swords and stars and bullshit cannon ninja weapons and black pajamas they're not even fucking ninjas no they're not no they're drug dealers in black pajamas who suck at fighting and dancing and dancing wish all right, there you go. Uh, final recommendations. Jackie, I want to start with you. You know, I was thoroughly entertained the entire time. I'm going to say do. Okay. Is that all you have to say? It's just the, the things that we were watching out for, like the stunts, that just blew my mind so bad when that guy hit that dirt clod. Good yeah. God. It was, just, it was so scary Ow. to watch that again. Yeah. It was like, oh my God. Oof. And, you know, Dudikoff is pretty handsome. So <laughs> I'm, I'm going to give this one a do. It was worth watching. Do you think those pants ever made it out of his butt? Nope. <laughs> Nope, I'm pretty sure that's why Still you don't there. see the pants again because they had to cut them off of him. <laughs> some suction cut action. They had to get a little bit of air in between those bun cheeks. Sam? Well, I say absolutely a do, but I will say that I actually enjoy American Ninja 1 better mm-hmm. as a bad movie because, as I was talking about earlier, it has that script and it was made to be a movie mm-hmm. and fails miserably. Right. Whereas this one, they were on a roller coaster of God knows what. I actually think that Furstenberg did a better job with this one because he had nothing to work with. Yeah, maybe. maybe. A- absolutely nothing to work with. And so uh, I in, I think it was absolutely fucking hilarious and a, a thrill ride of nonsense. I think anybody that likes bad movies should watch it. But I like the first one a little bit better. I think I'm with you on that. I actually, uh, we're in the major- minority there. A lot of people. I know really think that this one's the premier ninja movie of all time and i think it's good i think it's great i think it's a lot of fun i think that there's three sequences in this movie the bar fights the beach fight and the ninja getting dragged that far outweigh any sequence in american ninja but as a whole i just think american ninja is a much more fun time there was a couple draggy parts in this one it was yeah um the end fight was really not that awesome and, and, and the end fight in American Ninja blows this one's ass out of the water. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, still oh, fucking great fun. Yeah. And I, I will also give this thing a credit to, I just don't think I've seen that many 
ninjas Again, in terms yeah, of ninja volume, record for sure. The volume of ninjas in this film is incredible. There's so many ninjas. All right. Well, there's your Ninja Fest three in a row. Next week is my pick, and I am going to pull the trigger on an old classic, maybe my third favorite movie of all time in my life, mm. Condor Man. Condor Man. All right. Get to your Condor plan. Hello, fans. Justin here. I am launching a new podcast called Grit. Every two weeks, I will bring you a new story from history about someone with incredible determination that overcame an incredible challenge in the face of danger. If you think Chuck Norris is tough, then wait until you hear about a man who fought a bull shark with his bare hands. The America's first mountain man who was forced to play the most dangerous game. A woman who fell out of a plane with no parachute and survived nine days alone in the jungle. Or the story of the fisherman who was adrift at sea for 133 days. I can't wait to bring this show to you, but I need a little help. We've launched a Kickstarter campaign so that we can try to purchase some better recording equipment. We're asking for only $700 with pledges as low as $5. If successful, Grit and Stinker Madness will sound incredible. We've never asked for any money before, but now we need our fans to step up and help out. Please visit gritpodcast.com that's G-R-I-T, and click the green Kickstarter button to pledge your support. The Kickstarter ends on November 11th, so act fast. With your help, we can make Grit have a spectacular debut. Thank you all so much. Thank you.